everyone is a star child made of stardust and the infinite potential of the universe. This extraordinary fearless something in each of us clamors for freedom from the bonds of fear, conformity, and an ordinary life. Welcome to Dr. Durr's Living in the Sweet Spot, where practical tools and solutions from the intersection of mind-body medicine, science, and spiritual well-being awaken and empower you to live out your infinite potential, to live life in the sweet spot. Hello, everyone, and I am your host, Dr. Valen A. Durr. And today we are going to talk with my guest, Portia Carney, in our reoccurring segment that we've titled Unapologetically Real. And here is where we go deep and talk about those things that really matter in, in an honest, unapologetic way and um, helping you to have the life that you've longed for, the life that you may be kind of frightened to step into, but are, are willing to do so anyway. So let me go ahead and um, bring in my guest. Good morning. How you doing, goddess? Good morning, goddess. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm really good. You know, it is always such a delight and a pleasure to, you know, to to, to have these conversations with you, right? Yeah. <laughs> we have a good time. We do. <laughs> Absolutely. We do. Absolutely. So, um, you know, for let's see. Um, for anyone who may not have the pleasure of of you know listening in <laughs> on our our first conversation which is what we started off started to show open the show with back in February then um a few weeks ago a few weeks ago um they really missed out on some things but the whole point mm-hmm. to today the whole point to today too is to continue having that conversation right <laughs> <laughs> about about those things that really matter, going deep, getting in there, talking about it, talking about it can say keeping it real. Keeping it real. <laughs> you know, say yes. Well, somebody I know says, you ain't Willy Wonka. You don't sugarcoat ish. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it's about. It's about it, it's not about sugarcoating. It's about um, accepting your truths, you know, making you realize and accepting your truths. And that's what you do. You have a way of doing it. You make me say, what? Okay, yeah, that is me. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what? The thing is, um, you know, as I've said to you before, it's, What's really it's easy with you because it is again, and you, I think you pointed this out. But um, when you reached out to me to start uh, to start having these conversations, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, you know, I said to you, I said, well, do you, do you just want me to listen, or do you want me to comment, give you advice, <laughs> right? And because mm-hmm. um, because I've learned everybody, everybody, folks want to ear. But right. they they don't always want solutions, right? They right. they they want an ear. 
So, um, and to, you know, again, to your, um, uh, I would say to your, to your heart and to your courage, you're actually looking to, to make some changes, yes. right? You're actually willing to make some changes. And I love how the, during the first conversation, um, uh, on this platform, what, you know, the things you talked about is, you know, having been in the military and having a great significant other and two, you know, you know, wonderful boys, you know, who are, who are, who are now, you know, adults themselves mm-hmm. and, you know, you have an MBA and you, and you're like, and, and how did I end up here? Right. <laughs> how did I get here? <laughs> Look, let's rewind. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's go back to the beginning. First I was born uh-huh. and that's where it started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, something that you said to me recently, um, just about the whole journey about healing and, mm-hmm. uh, do you, you want to share that? Well, you know, when you're healing, you, you will go through some rough patches, you know, and it's not a, a few conversations and okay, I'm healed. I realized this. Okay. I'm healed. You really go through a lot of self-reflecting, a lot of, I went through a lot of mood swings with it as far as, okay, why am I always the problem? Then knowing to apply the tools and understand a lot of things. Healing is a journey that you must be ready for because it's not a, you're done in two sessions. It is a lifelong process. It is a change of life for you. It, for me, it is, it is realizing who I am now and learning to operate in that. So, you know, it's, it's interesting that, that you, you know, characterize it in that way. And I know some people talk about becoming and I, I tend to think of it kind of differently. Mm-hmm. It's not about uncoming, becoming, excuse me, as much as it's about unfolding. So, mm-hmm. um, I, and, and it's interesting, I guess I made up a new word there because I was thinking becoming and unfolding and I came up with un, uncoming. <laughs> so, Let me so look anyway, that word up. Right, that word but, up. <laughs> yes. So, as folks like to say, Google it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but I don't think you're going to find that one. So, I, I think that what I've discovered is really that we, who we are is already whole, complete and perfect in our being. And when we come into the, the, the physical, that, that energy being spirit being that we are, when we come into the physical and, and, and into this body, into this physical plane and these experiences with other spiritual beings, energy beings in a physical body, then that what I call the layers of living, then our being gets caked over, over and over. And so then over time, we lose sense of who we really are, you know, Mm -hmm. as a spiritual being, um, as, as, as an energy being, and start to believe that we are the stuff that we got caked over with. Yep. That's just who I am. No, it's not. <laughs> it's no, it's I remember, not. I remember you saying that. You were like, that's just, it's just who I am. Like, no, 
No, no, it's not. <laughs> no. And ironically enough, I tell people, no, that's not who you are, you know, and I completely embrace that now. I do. I completely embrace that. Like I was told I was insensitive mm -hmm. and I, and I, and I had to think about that. It took me a couple of days on that one. And I was like, how am I insensitive? And because I know I'm a very sensitive person, you mm -hmm. know, I feel other people's energy. I have a tendency to take it on. So therefore <laughs> I have to back off. And it just hit me one day. I was watching this video and the one I shared on Facebook and it's, and she said it right out her mouth. I'm not insensitive. I just don't live in the emotion of a hurt. I am, a, I am very solutions oriented. I said, bing, there it is right there. God, God gave me my answer. The spirit gave me my answer because I kept asking how, how am I insensitive? Like, what does that look like to others? And that helped me understand more. So, yeah. And you, and of course you and I are very similar in that way um, mm -hmm. that we identify what the issue is. And then again, you want to come, want to come up with a solution because um you know, as our as a dear friend of ours, you know, he 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 would say, you know, Frank would say, and he told me he told his daughter this. He said, "It's fine to cry, but now that you cried, what are you gonna do about it?" Right, right. I so, agree with that. Right. It's it's fine to feel the way you feel about it. Um, however, feelings don't change what you're experiencing if you if you want to change it. You, there's right. an action that there's an action that you must take. Um, however, I think the the challenge though in the process is not everyone moves at the same speed, right? right? And um, and you know I mentioned this before in a different context in a, uh, with a, with one of my other guests. But a friend of mine many years ago, it was probably 20 years ago or more, and he said, Balan, you idle faster than some people can run. And, <laughs> and, and so even if we keep that in mind when it comes to healing, mm -hmm. that people heal at a different pace and rate. So if, if, um, if we're trying to get them to find the solutions or heal too quickly, then um, in, in many respects, it actually um, impairs the process be because then the resistance for them starts to come out, right? It's right. whatever that looks like for them. For whatever reasons they don't want to do it, or if they're blaming you, or if they're blaming me, or whatever that looks like, or if they shut down, or whatever it is that, that comes up, then all of a sudden, you know, the, the door can kind of slam, the curtain can kind of dumb down, the door slams shut mm -hmm. you know, on the healing process for, for them because they need they need more time to just even kind of express this is mm -hmm. what I think, this is how I feel, this is, you know, this is what happened. This is what, you know, what happened to me. Um, and so if, again, if it's, so if the healing part's kind of taking too faster than what they're ready for, the, the it doesn't work for them. It doesn't. Yeah, and, and when I decided to embark on this journey, well, I'm glad you talking with you helped me come to this conclusion. When I decide to do something, it's like, okay, 
I don't see any hesitation. I have to be full steam ahead. Like if, if I go zip lining, when it's time for me to jump, I jump. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Wait, give me a minute. No. Okay. Put the rope on you on the ledge. Okay. Jump. That's what I'm here for. You know, that's what this is for me. So I, when other people get to this point, they say, yeah, I want to do this. And they go, wait, 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 wait. And I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> I just want to, I just want to stick my toe in the water and test it. <laughs> swing them. Just jump in and swing them. <laughs> like, right. it's like, just do it. Just do it. You know, there's going to be something in it that you're going to have to work on more. But just embrace yourself forward for it to work on that. Give it more effort. <laughs> well, I but so here's the thing though, just in in acknowledging what the truth is for some folks. Hmm. Some of them are kind of testing the waters, sticking that little toe in and testing the waters. Because number one, they don't know if the water is the right temperature. Right. Number two, some folks may not be good swimmers and may be afraid of drowning. Right. And um, so I think to, you know, your point, though, I remember um, seeing this short film. And right now, I'm sorry, the name eludes me because I remember sending you the the, the the link to it. Oh, um, the two uh, ladies. Yes. Yeah. The, 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 the two lady swimmers, it was the, the short film that was uh, on one of the segments of Oprah and um, they were talking about they, how they swim in the lakes and the rivers and mm -hmm. they, you know, they, they're checking the temperatures and the checks checking the, the, um, the tides and all the various conditions, but they're like, at some point we just got to get in. Right. And, and the other thing they said, and Getting in is harder than staying in. Yep, that's exactly what she said. Right, which which I which I love. Me so, too. Yeah. So uh, because I think it's so on point um, to anything we do in this life, including our healing, mm -hmm. where this is a whole lot more than I think I'm prepared for. Mm -hmm. Right, it's a whole lot more than I think I'm prepared for. So. Um, so, 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 yeah, so obviously I'm thrilled uh, about your, you know, gung ho, uh, let's get it done uh, approach uh, to your healing, right? Um, you know, because again, I might share something with you and you'd be like, oh, wait, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, one thing about me, because like I share with you, I am a huge procrastinator. And if I'm tasked with something and I'm given time to think about it, I don't function well after that. But if I just jump, if, if something just, just sporadically hits me, oh, I can commit to that. And I don't know why I'm that way. Like, give you an example. When I had a personal trainer, I would tell him, don't tell me what we're working on the next day. Just surprise me when I get there. Because if you give me a chance ahead of time to think about it, I'm going to find all the reasons I can to get out of it. 
So I know I'm coming. I'm committed to this, but just don't tell me what I'm doing. So when you and I talk, it's so raw. It's like we don't have a set plan. Like we're working on this today. We're going to talk about that today. We just jump right in. And that works for me because now I'm even more committed to finishing it. Yeah. You know, I don't know why I'm like that, but hey, that's (laughs) that's my crazy method. Think later. Do it now. Okay. All right. Who does that? <laughs> Lots of folks. It's not you. It's not you alone. So, so you know. So you made a comment to me, um, you know, earlier when we when we had, we had checked in about that you felt like you were in a really good space. I am. And and so and why do you think that is? Because I am discovering so much more about myself. So let me tell you what's been happening over the last couple of weeks. So, you know, the whole insensitive conversation I told you had me going back, reevaluating like, okay, this person said this. Let me let me see where they're coming from with this. So, okay, I dealt with that. And then I've learned that that type of personality is what I deal with all the time at work. So I went through this whole thing of, these types of personalities always wanting to talk to me, right? And in one of those conversations, the girl said to me, you're not listening. I said, no, 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 no. I'm listening to you. I said, let me validate your feelings. And that was a complete turnaround of the conversation right there. And once I did that, I was like in my head thinking, talking to her, but thinking about something else. I'm like, okay, you're getting it. You're getting it. But then I went through this whole thing of, God, this is so draining. I know I got to have a conversation with this type of personality. So I got to think about what I'm going to say before I get to work, just to make it work. And I was like, why can't I just be me? So I went through that. I was like, I'm sick of just not being able to be me. People know how I am. Just, you know what my outcome is going to be. Just don't talk to me if you don't want what I give. I had to erase all of that, right? I digress. I had to erase all of that and say, Portia, You have to be more aware. Other people don't know how they show up. So you have to make sure that when you see how they show up, you kind of meet them halfway and create a space for them to be safe with you. Mm -hmm. That's what you have to do because they're coming to you for something. So create that space for you, for them to be safe with you. You're not giving up yourself. You're being yourself because in the end, you get what you want out of this. And that is the reason why they're there. And you eventually get them to the next step. It just takes time. So I went through all of that ballot and I was like, so once I realized that's what I had to do, I was like, I was just creating issues for myself. Girl, get out of it. Come on, get back to being happy. So that's why I'm happy. (laughs) Well, um, (laughs) and, 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 you know, and I get it. And I remember actually something um that that I said to you so I think one it's in those instances it can be a challenge to put the other person's needs ahead of our own Mm -hmm. and that's where the deep listening comes in Mm -hmm. that if I'm listening to you deeply I'm committed to just being there for you and hearing you um, and what matters to you and not having 
the agenda to respond because that's the thing. A lot of times we're 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 talking to each other and the person says something, we want to respond. Um, and so sometimes it pulls us out of the deep listening because uh I want to respond to what you said. Right. And, um but if we can put the other person's need to be heard ahead of our need to respond, then of course, I think that creates uh, deeper connections and greater connections and the ability that, you know, what, what everybody wants is uh, to know that they matter. Right. Right. And that's what it was. The and purpose, I'm telling you, it changed the being, whole course. Right. Mm-hmm. The purpose of being heard is to know that I matter. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, it changed the whole course. It did. And and so what shifted? Um, what shifted was her ability to express herself more. She didn't feel the need to shut down. Okay. So she expressed herself more. And I listened more, you know, and I didn't say a word. I just listened. And I'm be honest with you, a part of me wanted to say, girl, please own your stuff in this. Yeah, Lord, can I just get you to work? I'm not your counselor here. But that's not what it was about. <clears throat> it was about giving her a space to be heard, a safe space, because in this moment she was confiding in me and I didn't want to lose her trust. I wanted her to know she made the right choice. Mm -hmm. She is safe with me and I will listen to you. I am actively listening to you. So that's what shifted. Because she was at the end, she was like, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening. And in my mind, I'm like, yes, you are so welcome. (laughs) Well, that's I'm drained and I need to get away from here because I need some ice water or something. You said I need some ice water or something. That's I all. did. I did. So, so you know, one of the things that um, I also think of as we discuss this is one of the uh, the challenges with this work is that some people call it hard. And and the other thing too, I want to acknowledge before you know, before we go ahead and shift. Uh, and I think I kind of said this differently, but the the problem is, is when if we don't allow people to just get it all out. And I heard this from a Buddhist monk named Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, he has, um, for those who may not be aware of him, he's a Buddhist monk who um, was actually nominated for Nobel Peace Prize by Dr. Martin Luther King. And mm-hmm. he lived in exile and the reason for the nomination was because of Thich Nhat Hanh's protestations of the Vietnam War. He was Vietnamese, was protesting, you know, um, in a peaceful way, but then ended up in exile from his country for decades mm-hmm. because of that. And uh, I heard him say that, just again, let people get it all out. Mm-hmm. And he said, and and don't try to correct them. He said, even if things that they say, the perspective is wrong, off, distorted, whatever it is, if it's not right thinking, uh, as they talk about in the Buddhist tradi- tradition, 
then still just let them get it all out before you start to correct them. And, 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 you know, and I have to be honest because again, when I'm, you know, very solutions oriented and know mm-hmm. even for myself that I don't always have a lot of time with people um, even in the professional environment, cause it's not um, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's shorter. It's not therapy based as a, because I'm a physician um, it's, uh, the, it's, um, it's not therapy based, like you would see for a therapist. Mine mm-hmm. is a medical specialty. So it's more medically focused. So it doesn't have those times because I'm, no, I have such a shorter period of time. Again, I'm trying to find solutions and I'm trying to therefore make corrections quickly. Again, a lot of times folks are not ready, but the other thing too, that I, I, um, um, and so I find myself too having to work on, mm-hmm. on that, just letting them say what they need to say. And, um, just waiting for another time, despite mm-hmm. despite my desire to help them heal as quickly as possible, um, and because I want to alleviate their suffering as quickly as right. possible, um, I can't always do it on my my timeline. Ultimately, it it just doesn't necessarily work for them. But one of the other things that I notice is that um, you know people talk about you know how hard healing work he is. And, is. and so I was, I think you said something about that at one point. It is hard because you go through, if, if you're, if you're really true, if you're really honest in your healing, there's a lot of self-reflection that you do and you have to really accept the hard truths about yourself. And once you accept those truths, What are you going to do to fix that? Well, not so much fix that, but unlearn some of the things you've learned and how are you going to adapt what you now know? And how do you not allow what we would call triggers? How do you refrain from responding? How do you step out of that space where you need to respond? How do you not allow the stress of the triggers, what we call triggers, other people's fault when it's really our choice? How do you keep your body calm and not respond to those things? So that's the hard part, you know, but once you, because I've, I've tried it twice and I failed the third time I did it, it was my charm. I was so proud of myself because when I was challenged with what I would have considered a trigger, I kept telling myself you're in your healing space. I didn't even hear what was being said. After the first few words, I was triggered. I didn't hear the rest because I had to tune it out and say, you're in your healing space. And when I said that, my facial expressions changed. I just felt my nonverbal communication lightened up. And I, I was able to say, you know, I respect that. I really do. And I walked away very proud of myself that I didn't give that survival response that I would have given. And I didn't allow myself to be taken back to a space that I didn't want to be in. So that was the hard part right there. Those are the challenges. And and I say that healing is like uh like that post I made. You know, when you when when you go to the doctor for acne, right? And he gives you this whole acne fighting regimen you're going to experience a breakout of acne first before your skin starts to clear up. And you meet all of these challenges, but you have to keep using the regimen. Like you have to continue with the regimen. You can't say, oh, I broke out, this isn't working. No, 
you have to continue with the regimen. So with healing, you have to continue using your tools and your teachings in order to experience that clear skin. But understand, you still will have some breakouts, but now you know what to do for it so that these next experiences don't feel like the last. So, yeah, I, th I, I think that is um, <laughs> a wonderful metaphor, you know, and uh, <laughs> it's. Where it's, did I get the use of metaphors from? Who taught me that? <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's for me, I, of course I use them because what I've just, what I know to be true is, it is that I know these concepts can be very challenging and difficult mm -hmm. for people to understand. And so I want to link it to something very simple that, you know, that they will, that they will get. And, right. um, you know, so, uh, in, in, in terms of, helping people understand when you're making change or making choices, if you plant apple seeds, you're going to keep getting apples. So mm -hmm. if um, don't keep planting apple seeds and going, but I wanted peaches. Where are my peaches at? How come I don't have peaches? What, mm -hmm. What's wrong with it? Well, uh, maybe you need to plant yeah. a different seed or, or go to the store and get some peaches. Right. But that's the, that's the part right there. You, we have to take ownership. It all starts with us. Right. Ab absolutely. And you know what? One of the things that I think uh, changes in healing work is hard for people. It's, it's a couple things. Number one, uh, oftentimes we feel really afraid. Mm -hmm. um, and part of the, part of it is that, if, if I look inward, I'm going to find myself so irreparably damaged mm -hmm. that there, there is no recovering from that. Um, I'm, I might be scared what I find, but e essentially, you know, there's, there's that Two, we're grow We grow up as babies and little children with people taking care of us. And unless your mindset matures, to a place where you recognize now I'm responsible for me, right? right? I'm responsible not only for, you know, how I live, but I'm responsible for my healing. Instead of people, somebody breaks your leg, they're responsible for breaking your leg, but because it's your leg, they're responsible for your healing, right. for healing the leg. Um, but because we're so conditioned to look outwards in order to get our needs met, then then in addition to the fear, there can there's, there's the false belief that somebody else um, can heal me, but I can't heal myself or I right. don't know how to. And we don't think about we're getting some help from a professional in order to, you know, enable us to do that. So there there's that there's that part. But then there's also the <clears throat> excuse me. The aspect that. Frankly the habits and behaviors that we have, these patterns is it, it's, it's conditioned and the, con, the, the conditioned behavior, the, in terms of what we think and how we feel in terms of our conditioning, then also becomes conditioned behavior. Right. And so mm -hmm. if you remember one of the things that, that I also said to you in terms of about why it's hard 
The problem is, is that if you don't, uh, if you don't make the, if you don't make the change, then for me, it's which, which hard do you want? Because if you don't make the changes, you don't get different experiences. So you're stuck in the hard you don't want versus the hard that you, versus the hard of making changes that get you to the place that you want to be. And, and, um, you know, when I'm doing this myself, I'm kind of going, okay, I have this new way of thinking. I have this new system of, you know, perspective, but the same keeps, the same stuff keeps coming up in my head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, why is that? Oh, okay. Because much of what we think is subconscious and, um, the, um, it's in and and so if you go on automatic pilot, being not being conscious about being aware of what you're thinking and how you're feeling, then the the subconscious of the autopilot is going to immediately run the programs, and 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 the conditioned behavior and th- thinking and feelings that you created over decades. That's mm-hmm. your default, right? Mm-hmm. So you know if somebody. Um, you know, challenges you or you or triggers you as you as you said it, then I'm thinking about it. then then you know that's what I say to you. Oh, the, now the gunslinger comes out. <laughs> yes, I had to put the guns up. Like, no, this is not what this is about. <laughs> right. And it, and I said to you, I said if the gunslinger comes out, it's gonna be a bloodbath. And then we're gonna have to call, you know, the the virtual coroner. Right. To, Dr. Ballard. To the scene, right? <laughs> so, you know, you gotta, you know, you got you gotta learn how to pump your brakes and yes. pause in order to recognize this is not that previous situation, right? right. This is not that previous experience or that other person. Right. And um therefore, and if I want a different outcome, I have to Think, think about this differently. I have to feel about it differently and I have to respond, you know, respond to it differently. And that's what I did. Yeah, that's what I did. And, and, and I turned it into, I have to be proud of myself because if I go back to responding the way that I used to now, I'm upset again, that not only did Am I responding this way? But I let myself down and I'm responding to things that no longer exist. You know, so it became a threefold type thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I again, if it starts with me, then I have to learn what makes me happy. And these are the things that make me happy is is doing. I did. I'm doing the work to not respond that way and to recognize those things no longer exist. So when something familiar when it appears to be familiar to me and I know it's not that there's no need for me to respond that way. And I can't allow myself to fail at this because that's what it turns into. This is the one thing that I set out to accomplish on my own without no one else pushing me to do it. So therefore I have to succeed at this because this this is my journey, my personal journey to becoming me. The me. Yes. <laughs> Who I am supposed to be. 
Well, and you know, of course, for me, again, this to, to me, it's 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 not about who you're supposed to be. It's mm-hmm. about having greater demonstrations of who you are. Yes, that's and to me, that's 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 very different. Um, uh, again, it's the difference between unfolding and becoming. Right. So who I'm supposed to be is about becoming, having greater demonstrations of the unique, wonderful, whole, complete, perfect being that you already are. That's and having greater demonstrations of that. That's unfolding. That's the unfolding. Yes. Unfolding and demonstrating. Yes. (laughs) There you go, goddess. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's about very important to me. You know, that's. Very important to me. Like I told you about the whole mean girl thing. I was like, oh God. And and I just I just couldn't respond. So, you know? so wait, remind me, because I'll be honest with you, right now I'm not remembering. Uh, what, what was that when, about the mean girls? So went on a trip uh-huh. and there were several young ladies who, you know, I was the outsider on the trip and I met these several young ladies and it became a mean girl thing because I was not affiliated in the things that they were affiliated in. So Oh yeah. It became a whole let's attack mean girl type thing, you know. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna respond to this. <laughs> because that was their issue. Correct. And not mine. Correct. So Correct. I didn't, I couldn't own it. Correct. So you know, one of the things too, uh that, that brings up a couple of things for me. Number one. It brings up the fact that, um, you know, I've I've had people, you know, some and actually some of the men folk in the village have said to me that, you know, that you intimidate men, and I'm going, no, I don't. And they're like, well, are you sure that you've been told that before? And um, and I'm saying, yes, I have. And I said to to those two particular ones, I said, both of you all are alphas, right? Yes. I said so. Do you do you feel intimidated by me? No, I said right because you all are alphas, alpha males. Um, is what I'm talking about. Out there, both alpha mm-hmm. males. And um, I said so. If it were me doing it, then all men would feel that way. If it were me doing it, right. that would be me making them feel that way. Right. And so it's not. I said it's not me making them feel that way. I said because I, I can't. I can't make you be an astronaut against your will. So I can't make you feel intimidated. Right. Um, it's I said really what it is is it's them looking at me and comparing themselves and feeling that they're inadequate or feeling that they're less powerful mm-hmm. or you know some something something along those lines that um, you know or they feel like. Um, they're out of my league. Right. right. And, and I've also had someone say to me that was female that, that uh, she said to me, she said, you have such a strong, confident presence that mm-hmm. I thought you were going to criticize me. And, you know, in, in the processing of these, this kind of thing over time, and it's and it's taken me a really long time to understand it because I was like, what what is this whole thing people feeling intimidated about? Mm-hmm. Um, because of course that's not my intention. 
to um, uh, do that anyway. And I said, you know, also you have to understand what intimidation is. Intimidation involves certain kinds of actions, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing those, engaging in those actions. So again, that's that's not about me. So it brings up two things. One, I came to the realization that um, like any like any relationship or any encounter, it's a couple things. One, how you see me and how I see you, frankly, mm-hmm. is based upon my perspective of you, yep. right? my, my beliefs. I'm not even seeing all of you. I don't know all of you. But what I do is I bring these this conceptualization about you and who you are and your abilities and possibilities based upon my thinking, my perception, which could just be jacked up, twisted sideways, which has nothing to do with you, but has everything to do with my own perspective and vice versa of how people see me. Number two, my presence just draws out of people what's in them and Mm. vice versa. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, I tell you, it's like, if you, if, if I have, you know, I have a, um, uh, I have a bottle of hand sanitizer sitting on my desk. When I hit the pump, what's coming out? Hand sanitizer, not right. lotion, not soap, not anything else, but the hand sanitizer. And so people are, you know, they people people are the same way, right? It's the what's in them is what is what comes out of them. And um so again, to take responsibility for me and how I show up, what you say or do, like the instance you use with the mean, the, the mean girls, that's not you making them mean. That's that's them behaving in a way that's mean, mm-hmm. based upon your presence provokes what's in them to come out, mm-hmm. and vice versa their presence and behavior towards you draw, I, I like to say, draws out of you what's in you. Mm-hmm. So each, that's why I'm saying people are actually, in terms of relationship, are actually a mirror of each other, right? My values, my standards, but also my presence that draws out of you what's in you and your presence draws out of me what's in me. Mm-hmm. I get that wholeheartedly. And you know, I'm. I told you about the young girl at work asked me how how am I so confident and how do you not care about what people think about you? I'm like, how do you even know I feel that way? <laughs> but it's pretty, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty evidently, oh goddess. Go ahead. <laughs> as I like to say, as I like to say, Stevie Wonder could see that. <laughs> But, you know, I told her, I said, you have to know where to place your values. And my values are not in what what a person's compliments or their criticisms. It's it's in it's in me. It's in knowing my abilities and my capabilities. And it's in believing in myself. And although I do, I am open to others' opinions and feedback. You have to discern you know, you have a have to sense of discernment to know 
who's being facetious and who's being completely honest, you know, with you. So with that being said, I just told her, I just operate in my own light. I do. And I try to make those people around me comfortable if possible, you know, and not, and, and at the same time, I don't want to be for everybody. I'm not for everybody. Clowns make people happy. Clowns are for everybody. I am not a clown. This is not a circus. My energy is not for everyone to, uh, you know, to enjoy or to feel good in. It's not. It's not. And just like everyone's not for me. And it's okay. Because it's not rejection. It's called a choice. I'm not everybody's choice. And I'm okay with that. Well, you know how I say it is, is that, you know, people are like ice cream flavors. There's about a thousand ice cream flavors and I don't, everybody don't like my favorite flavor. Everybody don't like your favorite flavor. Right. Your flavor don't mean I ain't delicious. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And it's, it's great when you have that feeling, you know, when, when you, when you, when you feel that way about yourself and, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm never going to change that part about me. I can't. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was done. I can't. So I, two things that, that you uh, brought up, which um, I think are wonderful points. One, if you rise upon people's compliments, you will f- fall upon their criticism. Yeah. Right. If, if, um, I'm dependent upon the opinions of others. Uh, again, you know, I'll feel good and feel happy and positive, you know, when they're patting me on the back and, you know, loving on me, mm-hmm. uh, but then I will fall and fall apart if, I, if I'm, you know, dependent upon their, upon their criticism. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too, that, that uh, also is, you know, th- healing and truth ain't always comfortable. Um, it's, it's, um, you know, there's some, there's some things that, you know, in growth, just like when you're a little kid and you have growing pains and your bones hurt. Yeah. Um, that is, that it's not, it's not, it's not always comfortable. It doesn't always feel good. However, the alternative in staying and thinking the same way those every thought has a feeling that's associated with it and those those thoughts and feelings have chemicals mm-hmm. and those chemicals and hormones they affect the body and if they're positive they create health if they're negative over time those same chemicals and hormones um are going to damage the the body and the brain and over time cause illness including depression and anxiety yes. so it's it's you you got to de- you got to decide which one you want you got to decide again if you want to continue to live um in in the in the pain of your discomfort mm-hmm. uh, and your hurt uh and your suffering and your struggle or do you want to you know do the work um and 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 the healing work with yourself not because again, to me, because who we are is already whole, complete, and and the Hebrew uh, finished means perfect. Mm-hmm. As that expression of the Creator that is whole, complete, and perfect, 
Because that's the other thing I tell people when you know when they they're feeling bad about themselves and judging and criticizing, you're not gonna feel good about you. That's like right. peeing on yourself. You keep peeing on yourself, you gonna stink. But as as <laughs> that's true, right? That's so, true. Um, you know, you want to smell good. Stop doing that. Right. Um, but as as expressions of the of the creator, if if we as a spiritual being believe that the creator created everything in the universe, including you, then how are you in fear and in act in, in inadequate? I said, does, I said, is there some part of God that is um, defective? So did God take out break off a defective piece of itself in order to make you that day? Right. So so it's not about the healing is not about healing your being. It is about healing your 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 thinking and your right. emotions, right? Yeah. Uh, because we do experience harm and we do experience rejection and we do experience experience that in 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 a way again to me that what it does is those layers of living just cakes over yep. the, the truth and the beauty uh, of the beings that we already are so to me that's what the healing process is about and no it don't always feel good no it doesn't always feel comfortable it's mm -hmm. not you know it's not pleasant um you know it's it's but it's it's what's it's necessary it's what's required in in order to get that stuff caked off, get your chemical peels sometimes, you know. Uh, right. Sometimes you need a jackhammer to get rid of that stuff. stuff. Right. It's true. I, I don't know if you remember when we were having a conversation when, when I was when, when I was doing the couples therapy with you that one mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> I was in my chair like, douche, douche. <laughs> Because I was getting my truths, you know, I was, oof, oof. and 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 one of the parts I remember, I remember completely in this one piece of it, you said, I said, well, my significant other said, see, listen to how you saying that now. And I was like, I ain't saying it a certain way. You said, uh, no, that was a little spicy, ma'am. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, I said, I said, you had some sauce on that. I was listening. That's what you said. Yeah. We have to be open to hearing our truths, no matter what. And you don't always see yourself. And when someone else sees you, who you respect, and you know, even people you may not be too comfortable with, because they'll tell you about yourself faster than somebody else will. You have to, you have to listen to some things. You know what I'm saying? You have to go back and think. But that day, I heard so much of my truth that it took me a minute. I felt like, let me tell you what I felt like I had afterwards. I felt like I came down with COVID symptoms. Wow. Because it, it'll take you out. You know how them COVID symptoms take you out. You got to lay down for a minute. You feverish, your, your body aches. And then after I was able to work through it and, and, and accept my truths and, and say, okay, now you got to take the steps to improve this or not do this. Then I felt better. I felt my medicine kick in. You know, I, I felt the strength. I wasn't angry. I wasn't upset. I just had to rest in what I needed to heal. Because when you have COVID, you have to heal. 
So that first two days, it knocks you down. You have to rest in that so that you can heal. So I had to heal past that. And that was the biggest blow for me, but my greatest breakthrough. It was. Come on, come on, teach. It was. It was my biggest biggest blow blow was my greatest breakthrough. Greatest breakthrough. It was. And that's why I tell you now, no trigger will prosper. Like you trying to trigger me? No. That was. <laughs> I remember you wrote that too. Hashtag no trigger will prosper. Will prosper. I was no, like, oh my ma'am. Gosh. <laughs> no, ma'am. Y'all don't know. And you know, sometimes I get a little saucy. Like, yeah, I'm healing, but I'm still a survivor. Don't forget. But two days after I put that up there, I was like, you don't even need that last part. Stop owning the negative. Stop owning that. Stop putting it out there that, yeah, I'm healing, but there is no but. If you're healing, you're healing. You don't need to survive when you're healing. You need to walk in that space of understanding that you understand you. I understand me. And I teach others to understand me so we can have harmony. (laughs) <laughs> and I try to understand them, not try. I I learn to understand others because it is needed. You know, people think, ah, oh, you can communicate. Anybody can talk, but can many people understand? Just because you can talk to me doesn't mean you understand me because you still have a perspective of me that comes from you and not from me. So you don't know the real me. And I gave my one friend an example. I said, people don't know that. Yes, I, I'll talk to a lot of people, but I'm really an introvert. I don't entertain. I like being alone. But because from what you see me on Facebook, that I may be with this friend or that friend, please take note that I'm with the same people all the time. I'm never outside of my group or my 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 friends like that. It And you see me having a good time with these people. Other than that, you don't see any more of that. I'm not an entertainer. I don't need to be the, this place or that place or, you know, that is not, but people have that perspective. They've come with the story based on what they saw and not once have they had a conversation to say, who are you? Right. So, so as I said, people don't know who you are. They just, they, they just judge or criticize who they think you are. Yep. Right. So, you know, so one of the things that um, I wanted to go ahead and bring up um, that I think is important that I that I did talk with you about um, because it's so important is one that people think it's important for them to understand that the reason you are in relationships is to heal yourself. But Mm -hmm. when you point like this at the other person, then you don't recognize that that's what it is. Yeah. You're the casting director of your own life. They show up, audition for the role, and you either say you have the part or you say, thank you for coming. We'll be in touch. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, which means you didn't, you, you didn't get it. Not you, partner. So right. not too slick. So, <laughs> so if you understand that, then you understand that, again, the person, again, they're a mirror reflection of you. So... If and the 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 way the other way I say it is is when you look in the mirror, do you want to brush your teeth 
or the or the teeth that you see in the mirror. Right. That, that that's the, and that's what people miss about relationships. If I'm talking about what you're doing and how you need to clean up, et cetera, the point is you try to brush the teeth, the, the, the image in the mirror, the teeth of the image in the mirror, that's never going to work because you're reaching outward as opposed to reaching here. And so when right. you reach here to brush your teeth, what you see in the mirror is a reflection of that. Right. So if you understand that that's what that, what that is, that you're together to do your healing work and you either do the healing work through that relationship uh, and if not, you just go on to the next relationship with still the same work needing to be done mm-hmm. uh, unless you unless you complete it prior to entering into your next relationship. But even the relationship with the relationship when you're the folks at work, people in your family, all of that, those are relationships. Yep. So those things are showing the things about you are showing up anyway. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, is, you know, what kind of energy do you bring to your partner, to the unit, to the to the unit, is it one of of uh, of a peaceful intention to mm-hmm. keep peace and harmony at home? Because you know, as as my 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 dear friend and master teacher, Master Yoda says, you know, with everything the black men go throughout at, at, at out in the world, we don't want to come home to drama at the house. Again, I embrace that for myself. I don't want to come home to drama at the house either. Right. So, so do I bring the intention of 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 a peaceful interaction, right? Right. To, uh, and 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 then do I behave in such a way that I um, am am fueling conflict, um, in 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 fueling um, anger, et cetera, or am I doing my best to be peaceful and to you know maybe maybe suck the air out of the room? Um, or at least let the fire exhaust itself. Um, right? Am I magnifying? Am I magnifying the conflict, or am I uh, am I magnifying the conflict, yeah. or am I helping to 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 make it a peaceful interaction? Right. right. Mm-hmm. So um, I I think those are things that we want to uh, really remember. Um, about ourselves, who am I? How? What are my perspectives? What am I thinking? How am I feeling? How am I showing up? How did I select you? How did you select me? What I'm drawing out of you is what's in you. What you're drawing out of me, what's in me. Let me be responsible for what I think, how I feel, and how I respond. That's what responsibility is, as opposed mm-hmm. to blaming. Um, you know, the weather is the weather, but guess what? I can't change the weather. I can't control the weather, but I do control this right here. Right. Right. Yep. And I, so, and, and be kind to me, be loving to me. Right. Um. You know, acknowledge there's some things I can make some shift in, but just be kind and loving to me. Right. So is, 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 um, is, is in, in this last minute or so here, any, anything you want to share with the, with the audience, goddess Portia, Yes, guys. and being and being unapologetically real, the unapologetic <laughs> real goddess. You, some, one thing I learned: you have to lead with the love and the respect that you want to receive at all times. No deviation. There is no but. But no, no. You have to do it. Okay. 
You do. Um, well, I, I, I think that is a wonderful note for us to end on. And um, I, I so appreciate, again, you, you joining me for this conversation. Again, this is an ongoing segment. Un the Unapologetically Real is an ongoing segment uh, of my show, Dr. Durr's Living in the Sweet Spot. And so, you know, again, we will push the pause button for now. And um, then, and, and, um, I, and I look forward to talking with you the, again the next time. All right. I am your host. Dr. Balin A. Durr, awakening and empowering you to live life, to live life in the sweet spot. Thank you for joining us today in the sweet spot. Share, follow, and like us on social media. To learn more, please visit balinadurmd.com, spelled B-A-L-I-N-A-D-U-R-R-M-D.com. Join us next week, and remember, when you heal your mind, all things are possible.